The scripture reading this morning comes to us from Colossians, the first chapter, verses 15 through 23. Hear now the word of the Lord. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his fleshly body through death, so as to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you come securely established and steadfast in the faith without shifting from the hope he promised by the gospel you have heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. I, Paul, became a minister of this gospel. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We started this morning with a Lenten Bible study on Sunday mornings based on the book uh, Lessons from the Carpenter. And what it does is it takes a look at how Christ is the Messiah and the fact that his earthly trade that he learned from his human father Joseph was being a carpenter or being a builder. And that that was not by accident. That there was a lot of skills that little Jesus learned from Joseph and how to fix things and repair things and create things and build things that would impact who he is as the Christ. I told the group this morning, though, one of the things that we have to remember is Christ is fully divine, and yet he so chose to set his divinity aside to become fully human. So can you imagine that the word that was spoken at creation, like the first chapter of John tells us, he... In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him. Without Him, not one thing came into being. Can you imagine that when the Father spoke, let there be light, and there was light, Jesus was that Word that was spoken. And that Word has taken on flesh and has come to dwell among us. And now He could just say, let there be a table. But instead, he's taking a saw and he's laboring over the wood that he created, by the way, and fixing a mortar joint to create table legs and to build with his hands just like any one of us would do. That's absolutely amazing. We have a master builder. We have someone who is building things new, who is repairing and fixing for eternity the lives of his children. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thought. 
the, the Paul, when he wrote to the Colossians, he reminded them and he reminds us of something very important that sometimes we forget and we overlook. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things and in him all things hold together. We forget that Christ has created everything and that Christ holds us and sustains us. And, and as a master builder, that's what he does. He repairs, he joins, he fixes, he, he, he makes beautiful things out of imperfect pieces. I do a little woodworking myself and I can go ahead and tell you that trees don't grow straight naturally, okay? Uh, and when you plane a board and you cut lumber and they, you remove it from a real tree, it wants to go back to being a tree. Have you ever noticed a tree? A tree twists and it turns and it, and, it, and it goes all different places. And if you doubt what I'm saying, take just a few minutes, go by Home Depot or Lowe's today and try to find a straight two by four. You won't do it. Even those two by fours, they still want to be trees, right? So they, they twist or they bend or they bow and they crown and they curve. And, but you know, in the hands of a skilled builder, they can take those twists and those turns and those curves and those bends and they can straighten that board and they can make it become a stud for a wall or a roof joist or a beautiful altar table. See, that's what the master carpenter does. In the fall, we got all twisted and curved and bowed and bent and just not what God intended. I fully believe that if we could go back to Eden, we would find every tree of every variety that we would want to build anything with and it would be perfectly straight. There would be an Eden Depot and every two by four would be perfectly in line and they wouldn't be cut short neither. But that's not what happened. That's how it started. But then that fall happened. But Christ still holds all things together. This season of Lent is a season of penance. It's a season of repentance. It's a season of admitting that we are not as good as we want to pretend like we are. Now, I'm saying it that way because I know you already know you're not as good as you think you are. I know that too. I know there's things that wake you up at night. I know there's times that you can't go to sleep. I know there's things that get your, your, your chummy all in a knot. But we still like to pretend like we are because in public, like we've talked about before, how are you? Well, I'm fine. That's the expected response. But really, we're all, we're all twisted and bent and warped. All of us are. The only thing that's normal is the setting on your dryer. And you know, my dryer didn't even come with a normal setting anymore. So I don't think there's anything that's normal. We are all wonderfully warped and fearfully and wonderfully made. And even though we fail, God didn't abandon us. And God still holds us. 
And the master builder is still building something beautiful in the midst of your life. The wonderful thing about this master builder, you can't be so warped he can't straighten it. You can't be so messed up that he abandons it. There's no such thing as a bulldozer in God's kingdom because whatever we bring, God does something amazing with. You know, one of the things that I find absolutely amazing is, do you realize that in the Old Testament, folks couldn't just go up and touch the ark? Did you know that? If you just went up and you touched the ark, it would kill you. There's an example of it. And the poor guy was just trying to catch it off the back of a wagon. You couldn't touch the ark of the covenant. But Christ let us strike his face, pluck out his beard, and nail him to a cross. The first words that he spoke was, Father, forgive them. They don't understand what they're doing. We still don't understand what we're doing. We're just going through life, putting one foot in front of the other, making it as best we can each day. And we're twisted and we're warped and we're bent and we're bowed. And I guarantee you there's some days we look in the mirror and, and we don't like what we see. But Christ sees us. And Christ goes, oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I know who you are because I created you. I made you so I know more about you than you know about you. And I have this perfect plan for you. And I'm going to keep building on you. Really and truly, that's what the season of Lent is about. When we come back and we repent and we go, Christ, I know you're trying to do something in me and through me and for me and even in spite of me. And I keep wanting to grab the hammer, <laughs> and I keep wanting to grab the blueprint, and I keep wanting to tell you what I want built. And you keep saying, no, that's really not what you want. That's really not there. That's really not good. In the season of Lent, we go back and we give the master builder all of the rain to build what he wants to build in us and through us, and for us. And because even he doesn't, in, in spite of us, that is the definition of season of Lent, right? Because in him, everything is held. All of our yesterdays, today, all of our tomorrows, every situation, every struggle, Every hurt, every pain, every triumph, every victory, every joy, every tear of gratitude, and every tear of sorrow. In Him, everything is held. And He knows what He's doing. He's been at it a while. He was there to create the trees, and He knows how to work us all. Fully God and fully human, right here for us. So let's remember, all things have been created through him and for him. 
that includes you and that includes me. He himself is before all things and in him all things hold together. I know we are in the season of Lent and technically in the season of Lent, we should not say Alleluia. Art reminds me of that. Art's not here this morning. (laughs) So let me say this one more time. All things have been created through him and for him. And that includes you, wherever you are. And that includes me too. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello, my name is Kevin Payne, and I'm the senior pastor here at Bluff Park United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining with us in our podcast of our worship celebration, the sermon this past week. I pray that you found it a blessing and that it enriched your life. If you are ever in our area and would like to join with us in person, we are located at 733 Valley Street here in Hoover, Alabama. Our service time is 10 a.m. and we would love to meet you. I pray you have a blessed week and hope to see you soon. Bye now.